Hello and welcome to The Anchored. This is the place where we discuss and dive deep into health, wealth, and conversational relationships centered on Christ. We're not your therapists. We're not your financial advisors. What we are is a couple that truly believe that we can create marriages after God's heart. Enjoy this episode. All right. Welcome. Welcome. Another episode of The Anchored. Christ. Hallelujah. How are you guys doing today? We are excited again, <laughs> as, excited. Always. <laughs> as always. As always. <laughs> about this topic. Uh, this is in continua- continuation of the previous topic about respect. Uh, that is, is respect required of a woman. And we tackled that in the previous episode. And the men, unfortunately, are not spared. So today we are tackling is less required of a husband of a man in the marriage. You know, it's interesting that you I said. Need to exit. I need to. <laughs> it's interesting that you said, unfortunately, right? And I'm like, about the door. <laughs> you know, and I think this is going to be really, really good conversation. Mm-hmm. And I will be honest with you. Um, part of why I like this conversation that we're having is, as someone that did not grow up Christian, as someone that is grown up in a world and in the culture, you know, where women sometimes are seen as less than, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. and how in a culture where I do think the Bible has been abused, the interpretation of the Bible has been abused and used for other people's gains and personal whatever, whatever. There's always that thing where everybody talks about what is expected of women. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, the man will be the man. Mm -hmm. So, I, even when we were talking about this in our Bible study and having this conversation, I was like, okay, we need to get to the men part <laughs> because we need to make sure like men, is it really easier is it for easier? men? Is the expectations less from a biblical perspective? Put of your leg men? up, man. Because, and I shared this in Bible study where, you know, God has called the men to be the protector and that was super important when we're running away from lions. Have <laughs> voice picked up. Right. But now, either ain't no lion in my backyard. Yeah. Does that mean you ain't got no homework? No, we just eat, leg up, run with white. So, yeah, y'all got work. So, don't run anywhere. And women, if you're listening to this, Listen, we want to be fair. So the previous episode of our respect is one that I think is great for you mm-hmm. to listen to with your husband, have a great conversation, especially if you're in a relationship that is specifically if you're in a relationship that is safe. Mm-hmm. If you're not in a relationship that is safe, I would not recommend listening to that with your husband, to be honest with you. However, this one that we're talking about, I think, is another one that is a good conversation Correct. for both parties to talk about. Mm-hmm. So let's go talk to us. All right. So we are using the same uh, you know, um, scripture context, which is Ephesians chapter five. Again, we encourage you to please read the previous um, chapters in that letter by Apostle Paul, led by the Holy Spirit, because by the time he got to where he started addressing marriage, Ephesians 5.21, he said, submitting to one another in the fear of God. So which means submission is an expectation of the new creation. I'll say it again. Submission in the body of Christ, in the church, is an expectation of the new creation. It is what we are called to do, what we are led by the Holy Spirit. Then he now started in verse 22. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband 
is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and Christ is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, the wives should be to their own husbands in everything. And then verse 25, husbands get ready. I should get ready. She really loves the part that he just finished with me. Like anytime you tell him to read, it wants to start from there. I'm lit up. And I'm like, it's lit up. I'm like, what well, my earplugs at? <laughs> I need Jesus okay. if you haven't so, noticed. But different and probably all the women they've been waiting for this section. Hallelujah. Verse 25, Ephesians chapter 5. Husbands, love your wives. How? Just as Christ also loved the church. And how did he love the church? He gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he, that is Christ, might present the church to himself, a glorious church, not having spot, not having wrinkle or any such thing, but that the church should be holy and without blemish. Verse 28, so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. I'll pause there. Nourishes. 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 Cherishes. Feed in with what she needs to thrive and Mm -hmm. grow Mm -hmm. and flourish into what God has made her, the picture that God had of her. Mm -hmm. Like that's literally your job. To do. <laughs> you should see her face <laughs> like it's work you have a big responsibility yes. like to nourish to nourish like, to cherish to, to nourish. to be like the spiritual head to pray with your with your wife pray with your kids to to study the bible to 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 model yourself as christ model uh, as christ is to the church and gave himself for her that's serious. It's like nourish. When I think about nourish, I think of a woman feeding a child with a bottle or breast. Mm-hmm. Like it's like nourish. <laughs> you get the work you have because the only reason why you're going to think you have a path is when you don't understand the work that God has Correct. given you to do. Correct. And maybe I did mm-hmm. not understand the work that God had given you to do. And I know that last week we talked about how we respect the seed and fan it into flames for men and for women. Like God is literally calling the men to do the same Mm -hmm. in a different way, like nourish her, Mm -hmm. you know, and this part in verse 26, when he talked about, and I, these are the parts that like actually caught me last time Mm -hmm. when we're having this conversation was cleanse her Mm -hmm. with the washing of water by the word, by the word. It's like, wash her like, let her shine like let your words cause her to become she like you say a proverb what's it proverbs Proverbs 18 he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the lord okay and so the husband is called to a bigger place and so and we can literally ask the same question we did with the women it is rest like we said is respect earned we can say is love earned and the answer is seen in what in this scripture, what Christ did for the church. Before Christ came, before Christ died, <laughs> you know, the answer is found in Romans 5. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That was the, the display, the manifestation of the greatness of God's love for us. That while we were still outcasts, aliens from the covenant of promise, while we were estranged, 
from the covenants that, that is of Israel. Christ, God through Christ, chose to save us, make us his church, his body. And that was the symbol. So the answer to that is love cannot be earned. Now, we are not talking about love as defined in a dictionary. We are defining it within the framework of the scriptures. Love cannot be earned because Christ's love was not earned. And so the husband is, should not be expecting the wife to do X or Y or Z. And this is why it can be um, difficult or hard for the husband. Why we are not expecting our wives to look a certain way, to do certain things. We love them. And, the, the, and, and this context in Ephesians 5 says, the way you love yourself. Now, we use an analogy. You know, you have two, you know, two feet and you, you wear, <laughs> you wear uh, 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 one, your shoe on one leg and not the other. And you go outside working and you step on gravel. The other feet is protected. So this place is not talking about, you know, uh, about the man. It's talking about the woman being as the man or being part of the man. And so the way you take care of the, of your wife is a reflection on you. <laughs> and so in, in 1 Peter 3, when the Bible started talking about husband love your wives as the weaker vessel, it wasn't, it, the context there is not the woman is weak. It's in the context of the husband where you love the wife the way Christ loved the church, saved the church, gave himself for us, gave himself for the church in that, in that sense of weakness. So the husband now comes as that protection, as that God, as that person that says, you know what, I will love you. No. And so that is, you can see Latifah's face is like, yes, husbands are in trouble. <laughs> no, it's not even a matter of them being in trouble. It's in the terms of, I think the world has done a great job. And even the church, to be honest with you, mm -hmm. has done a great job of not letting the husband, the men know what their work is, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? It's like y'all got work to do. Like when I look at Proverbs 31, mm -hmm. I look at Proverbs 31, the, virtuous woman, woman. the yes. virtuous woman. Like what God is saying there is like your job is to help build this woman that's virtuous. Like, mm -hmm. like that's your assignment. <laughs> that takes the Holy Spirit. Exactly. That takes you being better than your flesh. That takes you being in complete obedience to God. And that is also why, like, we women as wise with our wisdom, again, going back to the episode we shared last week, like, when we see that seed, the seed that God wants us to fan into flame mm -hmm. is that seed that helps build this man that can build a third, Proverbs 31 uh, woman. Correct. Like, so it's not a independent, it's a codependence. What, you know, in our culture, in our language, everybody talks about like two, like if you want to, listen, if you go to the bathroom, <laughs> I love how she laughs and I'm about to say like, listen, like, let's get it real. If you go to the bathroom yeah, and I'm sitting down next to you, just had a good BM, I'm a GI doc, poop, you just got a big poop. And I see you washing one hand. With soap only <laughs> under the sink, <laughs> and you only one hand, you open the tap, got soap in it. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see my hand all up in your face, right? Imagine that. Like your hands can get clean. And then you come out of the bathroom and you try to give me a handshake or a hug. Uh -huh. No, <laughs> keep your hands 
to yourself, right? <laughs> but now imagine when you take both hands, you lather it with soap, mm -hmm. and you use both hands to rub each other, like wash between the fingers, wash the back of both hands, and those hands are going to be clean. And that is how it is. That's what the Proverbs, a woman will walk. That's what it's about. Like one hand is meant to wash the other mm -hmm. so they can both be cleaner. Mm -hmm. And so the vision that God had about marriage is that. But we're not meant to do it independently of God because this is standard. Listen, it's, I, y'all heard me vent last episode. I cannot, by my own flesh, give the respect that Shilly deserves based on what God has called me to do. Correct. And deserving is not like what he does or doesn't do. It's just a fact. The fact that my name is Latifat, I'm called, and that is true. Whether it's morning or afternoon or night, what God has called me to do, I cannot do it alone. But the same thing, like, as, as, what's it called? A, a spaghetti type man in the faith, in the spirit, isn't going to do what God is calling them to do. Like, it takes a man of faith, right? But we're both men to help each other. And when that works together, guys, we would be like the vision that God had in mind when he created Adam and Eve. And when he said, something is missing, let us make mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And he put them together so they can have big, like, don't like have dominion over the things that is created, not dominion over each other. Not like for him to, you know, right. I'm not his mate, he's not my mate. It's like a whole partnership. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And beautiful I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, I want to read this part because you, you said you said something just now about not um, dominating the woman. Um, in that same place we read for the in uh, in the last episode for the women, um, where we said Sarah called Abraham Lord, in verse seven of First Peter chapter three. Again, please read the previous chapters. First uh, Peter chapter three, verse seven. It says, "Husbands, likewise, dwell with your wives with understanding, giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together, heirs together." of the grace of life, that your prayers, now this is the painful part, or the and, and it should be good, part. that your prayers may not be hindered. Now that's powerful. When a man does not honor his wife, when a man does not love his wife, when a man does not nourish or cherish his wife, your prayers could literally be hindered. Because at that, at that point, it's literally what Jesus said. Jesus said, if you have something wrong with your brother, your sister, and you come to the altar, uh, you know, go go make peace. Like, you know in your heart. And and as a man that is in Christ, the Spirit of God will, will challenge you. Your heart will prick you. You know, okay, home is not happy right now. <laughs> and I need to nourish my wife and cherish. And I'm speaking to myself. I can do better. Yes, you can. I can do better. <laughs> So happy. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah, it's right. that last Heirs part. Heirs together. Like, grace of life. Of the grace of life. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. That your prayers not may not be hindered. Mm -hmm. This doesn't sound like an abusive relationship mm -hmm. to me. This sounds like your success, your anointing is tied with your ability to obey what God has told you to do. Correct. And again, it's not when she's not giving you the face. When she's not uh, cooking that delicious 
you know, obey, last poet, pounded yam. Whatever, do <laughs> Right? That's just it, guys. This is <clears throat> like when we understand the truth of the word of God for ourselves, it literally brings freedom. Mm -hmm. It brings clarity. It brings enlightenment. And it also brings, um, I want to say transparency or more of a, not sure the word escapes me right now, mm -hmm. but it almost vulnerability because both of our successes is dependent on each other. And not just in the physical realm, but like in the spiritual realm, mm -hmm. so that your prayers will not be hindered. So you yeah. can be in line with God's word. And this is literally uh, like respect is a conduct of the woman in Christ. This love and honor is a conduct in Christ. As you walk in the spirit, right? We are not sufficient of ourselves. Lest we think of anything as of ourselves. Our sufficiency is of the Holy Spirit. So we know by the spirit of Christ, one, you know, Galatians chapter five, when you talk about the fruit of the spirit, it starts with love, right? And love branches out in kindness. So when you start thinking about being kind to one another, it stems from love. Gentle stems from love, right? Patience, temperance, meekness, they all stem from the fruit, which is love, right? So love now flows and the husband has been called to that role and he can do it as he walks in the Holy Spirit. And so that leads us to, okay, you have been spiritual. Spiritualized. Spiritual. Okay. Let, what a practical way. Practical. And we actually got a lot of feedback from our small group. What are literally practical ways, you know, and women were so ecstatic. They were like, yeah, let's, let's, let's throw some pointers to my, I've been trying to tell this husband of mine. Honestly, <laughs> I think it was more of the freedom that comes from knowledge. Yeah, the joy as the, well. The, yeah. the freedom that comes to know that, oh, I'm not the only person mm -hmm. that's required to, that has something to, I don't know, gain or lose through this. Mm -hmm. Like, you mean it is that? And we're just not being told, mm -hmm. right? And so I think there was just freedom of like, this is a co-burden, not in a negative way, Correct. but we are on this mission together because my my success, my destiny, if you want to call it or whatever you want to call it, is literally aligned with yours. Mm -hmm. Like it almost felt that was the freedom that I was hearing in the room. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and the beauty is a lot of us are fair. So we know that we both have work to do, but now it's like, I don't want your prayers to be hindered. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to be positioning myself as less of an annoyance so that it's maybe a little easier for you. Mm -hmm. But I'm also going to pray for you. And if you're not praying for your spouse, please start to do that tomorrow or even no, like today. <laughs> like now, pray because again, I want to pray that God gives you the grace to lead a home and honor me and do the things that God has called you to do so that because I care enough about you to marry you. Mm -hmm. So I want you to be successful. And you also want me to do well. You want me to be successful. And so you're also going to pray that God gives me everything that I need to serve my purpose in this relationship. When we do that, guys, the world is it's not beautiful. ready. Like literally, the world is not ready for this. And it's modeled in a way that <clears throat> when you're in obedience, like you said in the last episode, that your children are singing. And if you don't have kids and you're in a, in, in a marriage, people outside are seeing it, right? Yes. Family members are seeing it. They're like, wow, how, 
I mean, we've literally had family ask us, you got, do you guys fight? <laughs> you need to listen to those podcasts and hear all the ways yeah, of fighting. We do on fight. Air. We do quarrel. We know. But it, it, we have disagreement. I think but fight, we respect exactly. each fight other. as defined in, in the world yeah. is not what we do, yeah. right? We respect each other enough to. And so yeah. what do we do? Uh, so, practical ways. Do you want to read and enjoy sure. this? Sure. <laughs> maybe you should. Maybe okay. make can. Okay. Yeah. So we asked, we put it out there in our small group. Women, how are ways that your husband, like you would truly appreciate if your husband, you know, does this? And we got beautiful responses. And Waffles. no one size fits all, of course. If your spouse definitely hates this, don't say Chile and Latifa. And also, you'd be amazed how this thing is simple. Like you'd be amazed. You think women would say, or uh, someone would say, mom, money, shoes, bags. No. I mean, so listen, number one, hugs and kisses. Like someone in the in the group was, I want more hugs. I want more kisses from my from my husband. And this is not something that is not scriptural. This is scriptural. Even Apostle Paul was like, you know, give one another kiss, right? These are brethren in the in the church, and we're not talking about, you know. <laughs> Sorry, better go watch on YouTube whenever you decide to do that. Otherwise, you just miss what happened. <laughs> hugs and kisses, foot rub, leg rub. She listened. I didn't know foot rub or do remember leg rub. <laughs> I thought they were. I thought it was just foot rub. But a, a lady said, "No, leg rub. Being protective towards the wife. Being a provider. Uh, being affectionate towards your spouse and children." Can I just say real quickly, yes. the provider, it has to be in the context of your family, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And provider is not all about money in terms of the dollar only. So just keep that in mind. And everything we're talking about here is we're not going to be defining ourselves based on the world. So provider is what other ways that it may not be financial. Could you be providing? Mm -hmm. That would be mm -hmm. fun to go mm -hmm. find out. Mm -hmm. Being intentional, uh, you know, think about things. Um, and that links to initiating ideas. Like you can... Your wife is not the only <laughs> party that should initiate ideas like date nights, play cards with one another, like like literally play games with one another, like card games, board games, do things that are just simple, light, What fun. did you do before you got married? I know. If like, you were acting this way towards each other before you got married, would you have gotten married? Do things together. Cook together. If that is something that, you know, I'm sure it, it, it's definitely going to be enjoyable. Being patient. I mean, we had a lady say, you know, being patient. I want my husband to be a little bit more patient, you know, and learning the love language, learning ways to love and show love to me into my into my family. And so these are the huge, monumental, impossible. I'm just joking. <laughs> these are simple ways that your wife, if you show this and you you don't say you love her, but you do it. And I'm speaking to myself as well. Your wife would, you know, be nourished and be wash cherished. Her, wash her and with water. words. Wash with her the with word of words. God. Yeah, the word of God, the word of him that empowers her, that elevates her, mm -hmm. like that feeds that soul. We all have that thing, you know, that that fan that wants that seed that wants to be fanned into flame. Mm -hmm. Like nurture it, build it, elevate it. Mm -hmm. And when we do that for both, like each other, guys. I'm telling you, the world is not ready. And you do it, again, it's a conduct. You do it even when you have a quarrel. 
you have an argument you may get kicked but <laughs> one don't do the clothes do not do the fit walk and also just, <laughs> just sometimes joking. people just need space so yes. you know your spouse better than yeah. we do Correct. honor each other and that's communication communication and do it imperfectly as you continue to build mm-hmm. each other and we need to definitely tackle obedience yes we need to tackle obedience what what is the role of obedience and you know how is that how does that play a role in in, in marriage I hope that blesses you. I hope that helps you. Again, don't look at yourself. If you look at the flesh, impossible. When you look into the spirit and you know that this is in obedience to God's word and the spirit of God, which is in you, can spur you to love and unto good works. Oh, yes, it is doable. And myself can do better. And we all as men can do better. And your home will be a place that you desire to be. Imagine that. So we just pray for God's grace for all of us because by ourselves, this is impossible. But by God's grace, all things are possible. So I pray that. I pray for the gift of listening and hearing each other. I pray for patience, which is, again, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I pray that God will continue to build your home and create the vision that God had in mind when he said, Adam and Eve, Mm -hmm. let's make you all together. Amen. So we love you guys. If this has been helpful, let us share, know. Let us know. Share us with someone. Review. Leave us a review. Share it. Uh, you have comments, questions, please feel free. Uh, you have a topic you feel like we need to tackle. What does this mean in the context of the Bible? Let us rightly divide God's word of truth together. All right. Enjoy your relationship. And catch you on the next episode. Bye, everybody.